0: I recorded the first episode of this podcast and this YouTube channel 3 days after I decided I was going to do it. And that kind of confused a lot of people because we typically give ourselves longer timelines than that to get started on things. I hate procrastination, I hate avoidance, not because I am super confident or because I think I'm awesome at everything I do, but actually the opposite. I cannot stand caring about something and feeling like I'm not very good at it. And so I have a series of strategies I use to try to basically shorten that time frame between I care about this and I'm not very good at it to I'm doing it and I'm doing it regularly. Make that the minimum amount of time as possible. I wanna share a little story with you to lead into the strategies that I use. When I was about 11 years old, I was fishing with my brother and our neighbor, uh, an adult, uh, Mr. Holmes was his name, sort of like a stereotypical grizzled, super nice, skillful, Northwoodsman type guy. My brother caught this really rare fish called a cisco. They're like minnows, they're bait fish. We didn't even think you could catch them with a hook and line. So in the excitement of him catching this fish we'd never seen before, he had left his hook unhooked, and I ran over to see this fish, and the hook got stuck in my hand. And Mr. Holmes saw that and he said oh we got to go back and we can't fix that out here I had been hooked plenty of times before just like poked with the hook But what I did not realize is that this time the barb had gone in So if you ever look at a fish hook, there's this curved part and then it it narrows after the curve So if it goes in past the barb or the curve as they call it um, You can't just pull it out It's like stuck inside of you and this was the first time that had ever happened to me I couldn't just like pull it and have it come out so It hurt like right away, but then within a few minutes, it was just a dull ache. It didn't really hurt that bad. It was just kind of like annoying and weird feeling. So we go back to our house and I remember asking like, and I know this sounds silly, but I think you'll get it. Like I remember asking, do we really have to take this out? We actually have to remove the hook because I knew that the removal process was gonna hurt a lot. And at that particular moment, the pain of the hook being in there was not all that great. And so I knew the thing I was going to have to do, obviously I logically understood, like you can't leave a fish hook in your hand forever, but I knew that the thing that I was about to do hurt more than my current state. And anytime that's the case, we'll want to maintain our current state because the idea of increasing pain, whether it's physical or emotional, is something that we humans usually try to avoid at all costs. And so when we're trying to decide if we wanna get started on something or not, that's often on at least a subconscious level what we are considering is which of these is more painful? Is it more painful to live with an unrealized dream and know that I wanna do this thing or know that I, I value this thing, but I'm not necessarily very good at it yet or I'm not actively doing it, compared to the pain of starting it probably not being super great at it right away, maybe not getting a lot of feedback right away, or not a lot of positive feedback anyway, and continuing to go and continuing to do this thing with very little reward or reinforcement at first. And most of us, I think, choose to just sit with it because it's the dull ache of having the fish hook already in your hand. It's not a great feeling, but it's not crippling either. It's not the worst pain you can feel compared to someone poking a fish hook out of your hand, it's terrible pain, right? Starting something and being awkward and being uncomfortable and not being sure if you're gonna succeed or if anything's gonna come of it is much more painful on that particular day than just saying, I'm gonna wait till tomorrow. So something that I try to think about that helps me challenge that and move forward from that is what I call the lifetime pain value of a decision. I try to think over the course of my entire life, I'm 39 years old, so let's say I live to 80, so 41 more years. What's gonna cause me a greater cumulative amount of pain for however long I have left? Is it gonna be starting this thing and maybe not being sure if I'm good at it or maybe not being sure if it's worthwhile at first, but moving forward on it and taking action steps? Or is it gonna be sitting with this unrealized dream or goal for the rest of my life? Over the course of your entire life, not starting will almost always cause you more pain. That's the emotional equivalent of just leaving that fish hook in your hand and walking around with it every day. It's a dull ache, it's not a sharp pain, it's not an acute pain, it's not a debilitating pain, but it never goes away. And that is the difference I want you to keep in mind. When you take that first step, when you start something and when you keep going, the pain of the awkwardness and the discomfort will fade quickly because you will become more comfortable at doing it. You will get better at doing it. You will get reinforcement. You will see results. And that pain will start to go away. If you don't start, the pain never goes away for the rest of your life because you're not gonna stop caring. You're not gonna forget. You might try to convince yourself, oh, this doesn't matter to me anymore. Or, you know, oh, no, you know, no one really does that. It's not a big deal. You're not fooling anybody. And most importantly, you're not fooling yourself. That's all that really matters. It doesn't matter if you fool anybody else. If you know I want to do this thing, I think I could have done this thing, I think I was meant to do this thing, and you don't ever do it, that's what hurts the most. But given that we all want to minimize pain and we all want to minimize discomfort, I also then try to think about what is the most effective way, what's the fastest way that I can get past that initial acute pain. So take the podcast for example. I started the podcast three days after I decided I wanted to start the podcast that might seem vast. There's a lot of different ways that a person can go about starting a podcast, right? So if the, if the pain in this situation is, I wanna have a successful podcast, whatever that means. I want to be producing weekly, I wanna have regular listeners get a few reviews, get a few good pieces of positive feedback. Let's call that a successful podcast for now. Which route is going to get me to success the quickest? Would it be spending three months reading maybe two or three books on podcasts, watching or listening to, I guess I should say, successful podcasters and just generally doing research, not taking any direct action myself, but gathering a lot of information from experts and from high-level people. Or would it be spending those three months making a podcast every weekend, one per week, making and uploading one per week. Three months from now, the product that I'm producing on episode 13, after three months of experience, versus episode one after three months of reading, which of those products do you think would be better? Pretty much guarantee, close to 100% of the time, it's gonna be episode 13. No one's episode one of anything ever is really all that great. No matter how much research you do, no matter how much preparation you do, If you have a fire inside of you that I want to do this thing, I need to do this thing and I want to get good at this thing and and be in a place where this is a regular part of my life and my identity, the most effective accelerant for that fire is experience. It's doing it and it's starting as quickly as possible. It's kind of like a sad but true fact of life. But doing what hurts the most when it's in the realm of something that is important to you or something that you value is often the most effective action step that you could take. And I'm literally doing it right this very second. This is the second time I've recorded this episode, because the first time I recorded it, it was good but not great, and I wasn't happy with it. I could have published it, it wasn't it didn't, wasn't like full of like technical errors or glitches or anything. It just the content wasn't what I wanted it to be. It would have hurt less in that moment, uh, after listening to it, to just upload the podcast and call it done and move on with my life because doing this is a task, right? I enjoy it, but it's still a to-do list item. But in the long run, wondering what that podcast, what this episode could have been. Could it have been better? Could it have helped more people? Could it have mattered more? Could it have reached more? That would hurt more in the long run than the pain of restarting it. I am also doing that with my book right now. I got my book, the second book I'm working on, got it up to about 40,000 words, reviewed it over the weekend, I knew it was missing something, but upon really looking at the whole thing, I realized I was dissatisfied with the entire book. It was probably on par with the quality of my first book for when everything is burning, but when you work on something for a year, you get better at it, and I'm a better writer now than I was then, and so this, the quality of this book no longer satisfied me. And when I realized that, like my heart sank. It was this painful realization of this is not what I want. This is not up to the level that I need it to be. I'm not satisfied with this. And again, I could have published it. It was not a terrible book. It was not a bad, it was a good book. But for the rest of my life, I would have wondered how much better could I have made it. And so, even though it hurt more on that day, it was heartbreaking, honestly, to take something you've spent hundreds of hours on and say, I need to start over, like, this isn't salvageable. It is heartbreaking. And, but I had to. And that pain of realizing that and starting over, within a few hours of working on the outline for the second book, that pain had started to fade. It hurts less in the long run to do that most cases, healing from that pain is just a matter of time and repetition and most of us just don't put in enough of it. We vastly underestimate how much it's going to take and we get frustrated and we give up. When I was on my therapy practicum, I saw the owner of the practicum I was working at, a psychologist named Kim. The very first time I saw her run a group, I saw a skill level that I had never been exposed to before. She was so much better at facilitating group therapy than anyone I had ever seen. And I remember having a conversation with her shortly after, and I I asked her, how long have you been doing this? And she said, "You know, she does group about half her her therapy time. So, and she'd been doing it for about 10 years. So we estimated that it was maybe 10,000 hours. And I think for a lot of people, hearing an answer like that might be demoralizing because that's, that's a lot, right? But for me, it was motivating. It was inspiring because I knew in that moment, if I put in 10,000 hours, I will be at this level. And you know, that might t- that'll might that probably take me 10 years too. But once I have seen this, once I saw Kim run a group, I knew I would never be fully satisfied with myself as a therapist until I could run a group at that level. Because now that I know that that thing exists, that skill level and that quality exists, until I possess it, I'm not gonna be happy with myself. And it's, it, it, it's a fish hook. The fish hook that got stuck in my body the first time I saw Kim run a group and I knew I had to get that fish hook out I was not gonna be able to live with that for the rest of my life it would have hurt too much so I started putting in my 10,000 hours that was about 12 years ago I probably am right around 10,000 hours right now and there are so many things in my life writing a book doing a podcast being a therapist the way that I'm a therapist that when I first started that journey, there was a part of me on every single one of those journeys that thought, this is gonna be impossible. The amount of time, the amount of effort that it's gonna take for you to get to the level that you are satisfied with is is insurmountable. You might not make it, you might not be able to do this. But I, I knew that I would not be able to be happy if I did not at least try. And the feeling of achieving a goal that you once considered potentially impossible I don't know that there's anything in the world that feels quite like that. I'm not saying it is the best feeling in the world. It's up there. But it is a unique feeling. It changes who you think you are. It changes how you see yourself when you start to do things that you have written off as impossible. But do not get discouraged in the beginning. No one's episode one is really all that amazing. No one's first 10 pages of their book are all that spectacular. Whatever it is in your life that you have been procrastinating or avoiding taking first steps on or changing. Because sometimes in life we start to go down a path, whether it's a career path or an educational path or a relational path or a lifestyle path. And just like me writing my second book or doing the first version of this podcast, you get some certain ways in and you realize this isn't it this is not what I was going for this is not gonna take me to the place I wanted to be and I'm gonna wonder forever what this could have been if I'd done it differently that pain will follow you forever if you start to take a different path today today will hurt more than if you didn't today will hurt more if you start to change than if you do not start to change but tomorrow and every day after will hurt less that is what I think about every time i catch myself procrastinating. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening today. I know that your time and your attention are very valuable and i appreciate you spending a little bit of them on me. I hope you got enough value out of this podcast today to consider leaving a rating or a review and or subscribing. I'd also love to connect with you on my other social media, so feel free to look me up on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Take care. Bye.